everyone, it's Jessica, and welcome to Pop Culture Crush. It's December, which means it's time to get into the holiday spirit. Oh yeah. (laughs) Even though it was a sacrifice for you, my audience, I watched a ton of Netflix Christmas movies. Because yes, it was so horrible. (laughs) Not really. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, And so today... I present to you my pop five Netflix Christmas movies. So I'm just focused on Netflix. Later on, I'll do my pop five all-time favorite Christmas movies. But this one I decided just to focus on Netflix because they have so many right now. All right, here we go. Number five, Holiday in the Wild. Uh, It's from this year, 2019. And it's about uh, a woman who was jilted by her husband on the eve of embarking on an African safari. She travels to the continent alone where she meets an elephant conservationist. A little trivia. It's the first time that Rob Lowe and his real-life son collaborate on a feature film. Also, which I thought this was really interesting, the film spent four years in development as Kristen Davis wanted to secure ethical use of elephants and their safety. Davis did not want to use trained elephants for the film and has publicly thanked Netflix for agreeing to her terms. I thought that was pretty interesting. The reason it's on my list and it's number five, honestly, I kind of put it on here because it's just different. You know, you don't see a lot of these holiday films featuring older people. They're not super old, obviously, but, you know, a little bit older. Also, it has a lot to do with animals, specifically elephants and conservation and I don't know. I just thought it was a really unique spin on a holiday movie. The reason it's in fifth place, though, is just because it doesn't focus a ton on Christmas or the holidays. It's a lot more about the elephants and about kind of the relationships and not so much about Christmas. So that's kind of why it, you know, went to number five. Also, there were a few times like she is a super, super wealthy woman in New York And she goes to Africa and she just decides to stay there for a while and she adjusts very easily. Like, it's weird. (laughs) You know, I'm used to these movies where they show the people adjusting to this rough lifestyle. And with her, for the most part, she adjusts really well. So I guess in a way, is it good that they didn't have that cliche or is it bad? I don't know. But either way, I got into it more than I thought I would. I enjoyed it. And so that's why it's number five. Number four is a tie. (laughs) I'm sure you guys love these, but I just could not decide which one I wanted. So I just put both. Uh, Number four is The Princess Switch from 2018 and A Christmas Inheritance from 2017. So first we'll talk about The Princess Switch. Competing in a Christmas baking competition in Belgravia, Belgravia, a Chicago baker bumps into the prince's fiance, who looks just like her. They switch lives for two days, and obviously craziness ensues. Little trivia, in the prince's switch, when Kevin and Margaret, as Stacy, are deciding on a movie to watch, they pick Netflix's big Christmas hit of 2017, A Christmas Prince. I've noticed that's kind of a, like the Netflix movies have been kind of fun. They all kind of, not all of them, but a lot of them connect in that way. So that's kind of a fun little Easter egg. Also, The Princess Switch is the first Netflix movie starring Vanessa Hudgens. She was in one that just came out this year, The 
Christmas night or something like that. It did not make my list. <laughs> uh, so the second one is the Christmas inheritance. To be the CEO, Harris is challenged by her dad to deliver a Christmas letter in person to his ex-partner in their hometown. Traveling by bus, incognito, and with only $100. Will she learn something from the people there? Some trivia. In Christmas Inheritance, when Ellie is reading through the old letters and there's a photo of her at a piano, it's a photo of the actor wearing her Aaronsboro High uniform from Neighbors, 1985. And the town of Snow Falls in the Christmas Inheritance required a lot of snow for the setting of the film. Because it was filmed in the spring, the crew had to use shaving cream to simulate snow. I think the reason I like both of these is because they kind of remind me of Hallmark ones and the fact that, you know, they're fun, they're goofy, they're kind of more rom-coms than holiday movies. But after like doing the trivia and after thinking about it, I'm just going to be honest, I do think that uh, the, the Switch one kind of inches ahead a little bit of the inheritance just because I love baking shows like the baking competitions. I have always really liked movies like The Parent Trap where the twins switch. So now, now as I'm recording this, I'm thinking it might move ahead a little bit. But we'll just keep them both at number four because they're both super cute movies. All right, number three, The Christmas Chronicles 2018. It's the story of a sister and brother, Kate and Teddy Pierce, whose Christmas Eve plan to catch Santa Claus on camera turns into an unexpected journey that most kids could only dream about. A little trivia, Santa's list includes several of Kurt Russell's grandchildren. The kid who asked for a snowboard in the video letters is Kurt's actual grandson, Bing Bellamy. Oliver Hudson, who plays Doug, is Goldie Hawn's son. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn have been in a relationship for more than 35 years. Also, this movie features yet another Kurt Russell connection to Elvis Presley, of which there have been several in his career. I just, yeah. You know, honestly, this movie was really unexpected um, last year for me. I just wasn't sure. I put it off, put it off. But um, I watched it again, and it's just a really fun movie. I enjoyed it. It's funny. It's funnier than I thought it was going to be. And is this weird to say, but Santa Claus is kind of (laughs) sexy? I know. I feel weird saying that. But I think Kurt Russell may be the sexiest Santa Claus. I don't know. Do you think? (laughs) Coco says Tim Allen. No. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I'm saying Kurt all the way to here, baby. All right, number two. I have a Christmas Prince, but all three movies. So I just decided to clump them all together because it just was easier that way. So I'm going to do a little bit of trivia for each movie. So just uh, buckle in. When a reporter goes undercover as a tutor to get the inside scoop on a playboy prince, she gets tangled in some royal intrigue and ends up finding love. But will she be able to keep up her lie? Trivia, the movie was filmed on the Peel's Castle, a neo-Renaissance castle in the Carpathian Mountains, situated in Romania. Can you imagine filming there? Jeez. The castle where this movie is filmed is the same castle from the movie A Princess for Christmas. 
All right. A Christmas Prince, The Royal Wedding, 2018. So Christmas Prince was 2017. A Christmas Prince, The Royal Wedding, 2018. A year after helping Richard get to the throne, Amber is about to become his wife. But is she really made to be queen? Trivia. It was because of the unexpected success and cult status of the first film, A Christmas Prince, that Netflix decided to not only film a sequel, but release a slew of similar Christmas-themed romantic comedies. Thank you, Christmas Prince, for uh, leading us into this fun Netflix Christmas movie-a-thon. The screenwriters decided to playfully acknowledge the recasting of Amber's father by way of Princess Emily's line, telling him that he looks different from how he seemed in Amber's pictures. And one of his first lines was even, I feel like a brand new man. That cracks me up. I actually really like when shows kind of acknowledge it, tongue-in-cheek kind of thing like that. I think that's awesome. And then the third film, A Christmas Prince, The Royal Baby, came out just last week, I think. It's Christmas time in Aldovia and a royal baby is on the way. Amber and Richard host royals from a distant kingdom to renew a sacred truce. But when the treaty vanishes, peace is jeopardized and an ancient curse threatens their family. Trivia on this, filming for the film, filming for the film, <laughs> took place between March 2019 and June 2019, with the filming once again taking place in Romania. So here's the deal. I loved A Christmas Prince. I watched it a couple times. Total rom-com, totally in my wheelhouse. I really liked it. But I'm going to be completely honest with you, my listener. I think with each movie, they've just gotten worse. (laughs) And it's, you know what? The main characters, like the prince and princess, the actors who play them, they can only carry it so much. But they're rough. Some of the writing is rough. Some of the acting is rough. I'll still probably watch them again at some point, you know, next year probably. But in my opinion, the first one is definitely the best and then the second and then the third. So I'm curious to hear if you've watched the third one, what you thought. Did you think it was as good as the other two? Let me know. That leads us to number one. And I think I was surprised by number one. (laughs) I'll be curious to see if you're surprised by number one. Number one is Claws from 2019, this year, and it's animated, surprisingly. It's a simple act of kindness always sparks another, even in a frozen, faraway place. When Smearinsburg's new postman, Jesper, befriends toy maker Claws, their gifts melt an age-old feud and deliver a sleigh full of holiday traditions. A little trivia on this one. Director Sergio Pablos had wanted to do a traditionally animated feature film, but he wanted to see how the animation would have evolved without the switch to computer-generated animation. So the studio used CGI lighting techniques with hand-drawn animation to create a unique animation style for the story. I thought that was super cool. Another thing that's really cool, the fictional town of Smearinsburg (laughs) was based on an actual town that existed in Norway. It used to be a prosperous whaling post during the 17th century. Also, a little Easter egg trivia, which I thought was fun. After they crash the sleigh, you can briefly see A113 on the crate that falls off the back. This is a reference to the classroom used by graphic design and character animation students at the California Institute of the Arts and is an Easter egg commonly featured in Pixar movies. So there you go. I didn't know that. 
So again, this one totally surprised me. I honestly wasn't even going to watch it. Um, it just kind of the animation I wasn't sure of. But then I started seeing on social media more and more people saying how awesome it was. So I finally just caved, decided to watch it. And honestly, when it first started, I was like, oh, I just don't know if this is going to be my cup of tea. But then by, you know, halfway through, a little over halfway through, I was hooked. I had to know what was going on. I was totally in it. It was kind of funny. It was really engaging. It has a lot of heart. And by the end, I was really, really into this movie. And this is one I will definitely watch every year for sure. I will say um, if you're a fan of Emperor's New Groove, the character in the very beginning, it's like this bratty kid who has had everything handed to him. Totally reminded me of that. Um, and I really like Emperor's New Groove. So that's why I stuck with it a little bit because I thought, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe he'll learn his lesson, which... Spoiler, he kind of does, but um, give it a try. It's not super long. The animation is really interesting. It really visually keeps your attention, and the story is just really fun. So that's my number one, surprisingly. If you would have told me before, I would never have said that would be my number one, but it is. So that's it. Those are my top five. I have no honorable mentions. <laughs> I know, shocker. Uh, I could have for sure, but I decided not to this week. And that's only, you know, six that I watched. I watched quite a few more of the Netflix movies. Some were next Netflix originals. Some were just ones that are on Netflix only. So I think what I'm going to do is this week, just look on my social media, probably either Facebook or Instagram. And I'm just going to rate all the movies that I watched off Netflix. Uh, again, there are a lot. <laughs> probably more than I should have watched. Uh, but yeah, so just look for that. I'm just going to do a simple one to five rating. So check that out. And uh, what about you? Have you watched any Netflix original movies? Did you agree with my list? Not agree? Would you have added one? Not added one? I know there are some more popular ones I left off. Uh, I'd be happy to talk to you about it. So yeah, hit me up on social media. I'm everywhere. Pop Culture Crush. You know this if you've been listening. Thank you so much for tuning in, like always. Happy Wednesday, and we will talk to you on Friday. Bye. Bye.